Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. May the peace and blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be upon you. This is your sister Aisha Abdurrahman. Today is Tuesday, February 13, 2018. And on tonight's Legacy Lab vlogcast, we will be talking about the psychodynamics of our ideal client. So tune in tonight at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Hey, assalamualaikum. It's Aisha Abdurrahman. It is Tuesday, February 13th, 2018, and it is 6 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We're going to go ahead and jump on Instagram Live, and you can visit us over there at Legacy Lab LLC on Instagram Live and join in the conversation about the psychodynamics of our ideal client. psychodynamics of your ideal client. Um, so a little bit of background about me. Um, my name is Aisha Abdurrahman. I'm the founder of Legacy Lab. Um, I recently graduated with my, my um, PhD in transpersonal psychotherapy, which basically is a fancy word for kind of like spiritual development and spiritual healing. And a lot of it is learning about the mind and the psychology of people, what motivates them, um, what demotivates them, their, where they get their concepts of reality from with the intention of helping people to grow, to get out of our normal patterns that we have um, in our life because um, usually it's all about mindset. So the way that we think um, affects our actions. Hey, Salikam. The way that we think affects our actions and therefore um, affects our lifestyle. So I learned a lot about psychodynamics, um, not, not with the intention of learning anything about business. I um, start applying psychodynamics myself personally to discover um, my ideal client, who I wanted to work with, and the areas of their development, spiritual, business, or otherwise. Um, I learned about, um, I started applying what I learned about psychodynamics that way. So psychodynamics really was about... Um, if you're familiar with like um, Abraham Maslow, um, with um, the level of development of a person, whether it's your personal development or your level of enlightenment, um, they call it. So that's what psychodynamics um, came from. And if you're familiar with, um, there's, um, you know, you have Myers-Briggs, you have these, these um, psychological assessments that tell you about your personality. So there's another one that's called the Enneagram. And the Enneagram has basically nine different points of the way people perceive reality to be. And our perception of reality, um, based on those nine different points, usually stems from our, our childhood. Um, all right, so like, um, yeah, there'll be a replay to be on tonight. So those nine um, different points of reality basically stems from our childhood. Um, what we were told is true what we were told is our reality based on um, you know from birth or even in the womb there's a lot of psychological things that go into it so a lot of times what I have learned is that um, from my own personal experiences what I've learned is we tend to ask for the means and not the end so that's why I started applying this to business um, is because I just love psychology and I was like you know I want to um, 
teach people about the, the mindset of other people and how it actually affects business and how it actually affects the things that we say we want. That could be your purchases, that could be your goals. Um, really, a lot of it, it's, it's all mindset. Um, and our actions and our behaviors, whether it's the purchases we make or the things that we do or don't do, they stem from um, our psychodynamics. So your psychodynamics are your conscious and your unconscious behavior. So it's kind of like a merge of the two. So, um, for example, um, in today's story, I mentioned a woman who's going to buy a Kimar. Sure, we're wearing a Kimar. Everybody has their different reasons. Am I wearing my Kimar to please Allah? Am I wearing my Kimar because I want to look beautiful? Am I wearing my Kimar because I've been told that this is what I'm supposed to do? Um, and so when a client comes to you or a customer comes to you and you are in the business of selling whatever it is you're selling, a Kimar, an Abaya, graphic design, web design, crafts, you need to know what is the end result that I'm selling. Because you're not really selling the product, you're selling um, a solution. So maybe they want to come to you and get a gift for someone. Well, what is the solution? What is them buying the gift gonna give them in the end? So you're, they're buying this product from you or this service from you, but what is the end result? And that end result um, that you're giving them psychodynamically is going to help them to kind of um, confirm or validate the stories that they're telling themselves about life or about themselves or about reality. So tonight I'm going to share those nine different um, general perceptions of reality um, that people tend to have. And I believe that it will help you when you are trying to discover who your ideal client is. So for me, when I um, create my products or services, I may have an idea. Some people work um, backwards. Some people may say, oh, I have this group of people and I want to serve them. What can I produce products or services for these people that I want to work with? And then some people say, hey, I have this really great product or service. Now, who needs that product or service? So you can work either or. You can say, hey, I have this idea, and I've done both ways. I have this idea, um, and I want to provide it to, to whoever needs it, whoever those people may be. So your focus is on your product. It's not the people. Or some people may say, hey, I really want to work with this group of people. It's a very specific group of people, and I want to provide something for them. So... Um, the nine um, anagram types are the reformer. So the first point is at the first point on the anagram. Um, this person is a rational person, an idealistic person, a principled perfectionist person. So if this is the type of person that you are choosing to work with or maybe um, is going to benefit from your products or services, their intention when they come to you is they want to make something perfect. They want to make something right. They see something that is wrong and they want to fix it. So they um, have a perception of reality that in order to be good or in order to be enough, they have to be perfect. Everything has to be perfect. So it could be, um, you know, I, I have this dress that I'm going to wear to, or I have this abaya that I'm going to wear to an event and I need the perfect kimar to match because this, just a regular Kimar is not good enough. It has to be perfect. Um, it could be the perfect gift or the perfect item. So this person has this perception of reality that they have to have a lot of self-control. Um, they have a lot of, maybe they're um, conservative and 
they may hold back because they have this perception of reality of what's good and what's not and they have to stay on this path of what's good and what's not and your product or service is going to help them to do that your product or service is going to help them to be more perfect more pure more self-controlled more purposeful more disciplined so it could be a person who's working out maybe they want the perfect six-pack abs they want the perfect body type because they believe that this is what makes them enough it's not enough to eat healthy but they have to have this look or maybe it's not enough to have the look maybe they have to have they have to eat healthy they have this perception of reality of perfectionism and your product or service is helping them to reach that goal so it could be the perfect gift it could be the perfect kimar it could be the perfect something anything but it's really about um self they are a very self-controlled person um and they've aligned their life um kind of in this way and they are usually the first person to point out a mistake they're very critical and they're critical on others and they don't realize it because they're even more critical on themselves so the next one is the helper so the helper or the caring person they're generous they're people pleasing um, but they can also be possessive so these people may um, be buying a gift for a friend because they are a helper or they may go out of their way and do something for someone their intention is they want to be helpful because they feel that they are not enough unless they are giving unless they are generous with their time unless they are being helpful um, to others so whatever they're doing whatever product or service um, that you're providing is helping them to be more generous helping them to be more caring helping them to be more giving because they um, and all of us can be generous in giving but there are some people where this is and these areas tend to be the things that people find themselves so it's also helpful to know about yourself um, because then it's easier to kind of see that in other people when you are able to look at yourself honestly um, so these areas are actually tend to be the areas that we struggle with so people who are like this they're very giving they often feel taken for granted they often feel like people are taking advantage of them um, and really it's because they don't realize that the things that they are doing is people pleasing and so they're creating this vicious cycle and they don't know how to control it they don't know how to stop it so they're actually setting themselves up um, to be perceived this way so they could be coming to you for um, say for example a greeting card company or maybe you sell gifts maybe they want to buy this gift for someone to give to someone else usually they're not buying something for themselves. Um, they feel guilty when they do so if this is your ideal client when you're creating your marketing materials and you're creating your, your graphics and you want to say this will be the perfect gift for the person you love um, and it's not really about um, manipulating people but it's really speaking the language that connects with them this is already their mindset this is what's already in their way of thinking and you're just affirming that hey this will make the perfect gift for your grandchild this will um, the, you, the grandkids will want to come to your house every weekend with this perfect gift or this perfect thing or you know this thing that you're giving them as a gift you know give the gift of this give the gift of that and it, in return you're seen as this generous loving person um, the next one is the achiever so the achiever is very success oriented they're pragmatic um, they're very image conscious they're very driven um, and they have like these these goals so 
I often think of a lot of the brands that we see today with the queen archetype is, you know, they have this list, like this checkbox, and a lot of times they often lose sight of reality of what it is that they really want, but they're, they're society driven or society tells them, oh, you have to be married, you have to have kids, you have to have the house, you have to have the van, you have to have the degree. And their focus is on all of these, they wanna get all of those um, marks checked. And so it might be, okay, I have the house now, I have the kids now, I have the degree now. And if you know that that's who your ideal client is, you'll be able to speak a language that helps them um, to connect. You know, you have this list of goals that you want to achieve. Are you meeting all your goals? Are you accomplishing everything? And for some people, this may make them feel disconnected from you because maybe they're not goal-driven. But for those that are goal-driven, this is going to bring them and attract them to you because you're talking about achieving your goals. Um, and they're not like goals, like dreams, like your business or whatever, but they are um, quote-unquote societal goals, the things that people say you're supposed to have, quote-unquote. So the next one is the individualist, and this is myself. Um, so this is their sensitive, their withdrawn, express, expressive, dramatic, they can be self-absorbed, and they can be temperamental. So each of these has a good thing about them, and then there's a not-so-great thing about them. So these individualistic people, if these are your ideal clients, um, they want to feel different. They need to feel different. They need to feel unique. They need to feel that um, your products or services help them to stand out. Your products or services help them to express themselves better. Hey, assalamualaikum ladies. Your, um, so I'm just talking about your ideal clients and the psychodynamics of your ideal client. Um, and I'm on, there's nine of them. And so I'm, I'm on number four. So I'm talking about the individualistic person um, and how our products and services can be marketed towards a specific person. So with this individualistic person, they want to feel unique. So if you're marketing towards this person and this is the type of person that you wanna work with, you really wanna speak about helping them express themselves, helping them to be unique, helping them to stand out. Oh, this is gonna help you, you know, this graphic or this logo or this web designer, this outfit, um, or this event, this is gonna really help you stand out. This is gonna help you be unique. This is gonna help you be perceived to be different. So this type of person um, needs to feel that whatever you're giving them or whatever you're creating for them, whatever product or service is helping them to express a unique side of themselves. You're helping them to express um, that they're different because once again, they feel like if I'm, if I'm not, then I'm not enough. Um, and this, like I said, it kind of goes back to your childhood and goes back to your reality. Maybe something that was said to them or some experience that they've had during their childhood um, has told them that if you aren't unique or you aren't different, then you're not enough because that makes you just like everybody else. So the next one is the investigator. Um, they are intense, they're perceptive, they're innovative, but they can also be secretive and isolated. So the investigator type of person kind of is um, someone who kind of just stands back and observes. They like to watch people. You see a lot of people um, that we call them trolls on social media. They kind of just like to watch people. So they're, um, they're kind of um, not action takers. They may live vicariously through other people. And so they may like to um, buy products or services that help them be more observant, help them to be more aware of what's going on help them to um, 
observe other people and check out other people. So a lot of these people I will notice are in technology. Um, maybe they like different gear, maybe like cameras or video or technology. It seems that a lot of these people um, like. So if you have a product or service that's gonna help these people to investigate in areas of knowledge or help them to investigate people or help them to investigate the world and help them observe um, and you're speaking that way to them in your marketing, they're gonna really connect with them. So say for example, um, my husband is an investigator um, type of person. So if someone was to market a service to him and it was like, oh, we're gonna help you get to know your wife better or do you wanna know the things that your that your boss really is needing from you or that your job is needing from you, so they're gonna help them to get more information. These people really like information and to investigate and dive deep into things, but not necessarily to um, take action to do them. They just wanna know, they wanna have the information. So these are very information-driven people. The next one is the loyalist. So if the loyalist is your ideal client or the type of person that you consciously want to work with, they're loyal, um, they're very security in oriented, they're engaging, they're responsible, but they can also be anxious and suspicious. They're all about loyalty. They want, they are loyal, loyal to whoever their products and services are, like say for example, Apple. The Apple brand, these people tend to be very loyal to Apple no matter what. No matter if your iPhone flops or if a better phone comes out, if Android makes a better phone, these people are loyal to that brand or to that product or service. Um, but they also tend to be anxious or suspicious because they feel like, are you being loyal to me? Like we have this big thing with Apple going on now where people are finding out that Apple has been replacing batteries, which actually drains your phone. Well, a lot of these loyal customers are now feeling that, hey, oil, Apple is not being loyal to me. So they want um, loyalty in return. They're going to be loyal to you as a customer but they're also looking for that loyalty in return, that you're not looking out for your best interest, but that you're looking out for their best interest. Okay, so the next one is the enthusiast. They're busy, they're fun-loving, they're spontaneous, they're versatile, but they can also be scattered and distracted um, often. So these are your type of your adventurous type of people. They like to travel, um, they love to have fun experiences. So if you're an event planner or you're a travel guide or a travel writer or a travel photographer and you're speaking um, in this language that will help them connect, um, these are the type of people that will be drawn to you or this is how you can draw those type of people to you. So if you're looking for people who like to travel, who like adventure, you want to speak to them in a way that helps them to understand that your product or service is going to help them to be more adventurous. Your product or service is gonna help them be more fun-loving and adventurous. And if you are picking these people and you know that these type of people tend to be scattered, you can say, hey, let's kind of help you to plan your adventures. Let's help you um, plan um, the things that you wanna do, even though you know, you're fun and you're adventurous and maybe you feel scattered and you Feel like you're not really um, accomplishing the things that you want that's the other side is you can help these people to kind of um balance themselves out so we have the positive and then i won't say negative but just different aspects of the person so you can help them to balance out um the different sides of themselves as you can be fun and adventurous but we can help you to kind of be more organized in planning your adventure times um so that you can have what you're looking for and have balance of both. 
So the next one is the challenger. They're powerful, they're dominating, they're self-confident, um, they're decisive, but they're also confrontational. Um, and the challenger is a person kind of like um, a lot of the activists that we have today, is they like to challenge things. They're looking for a challenge and your products or services are going to help them to challenge either society or the norms and they they're all about change and transformation but it's usually on a, a social level or economic level so they're a lot um, into politics so if this is your ideal client and you work with activists you want to help them to um, connect with you by letting them know that your product or service is going to help them to reform things to help them challenge um, society or um, uh, kind of to bring about the change and transformation that they're looking for. So you have to speak to them kind of um, in this way, using the words that will connect with their perception of reality, of who they already feel that they are. Um, and you're kind of just validating and saying, hey, what I have is specifically for people like you, or is it specifically for you? And then the last one is the peacemaker. They're easygoing, they're receptive and reassuring and agreeable, but they can also be complacent and self-effacing. So these people um, tend to forget about themselves. They're all about everyone else, putting everyone before themselves. Um, and once again, I think that we all have these patterns, like we can all fall within these categories, but usually the one main um, area that we are, it tends to also be areas that we have trouble with. So maybe they forget about themselves and they feel stressed out and they're tired because they've been putting so much energy into everyone else and they find themselves in this repetitive cycle. Um, and so even though they are um, perceptive and reassuring, they're the peacemaker. So maybe these people are moderators. Maybe they help um, to bring the peace within their communities. Maybe they're kind of like the democratic party between different people and help everybody to get along but at the same time are they taking care of themselves so um your product or service could help them do that and you'll speak to them and say you know we know that um helping other people is very important to you but we want to also remind you to take care of yourself so if you speak to um your ideal clients in this way you are more likely to attract the specific type of people that you want to work with um, so if you already have a product or service created and you're saying, okay, who do I want to work with out of these nine different types of people, who do I want to work with? When you create your branding and you create your copy, when you write and you use words that resonate with those type of people that you want to draw into you, or you can say, Hey, I don't know what my business is going to be, but I want to work with these people. Now, what can I create that they need? What can I help, um, help to transform their life to help balance them out to help heal their their hearts or whatever um pause you know the different areas of the spectrum that they need what can i create for this specific group of people so i'm going to go over them once again that's the reformer kind of like the perfectionist person the helper person which is a people pleasing person the achiever which is goal oriented the individualist which likes to be unique and different the investigator um, the loyalist, the enthusiast, the challenger, and the peacemaker. So um, that's it, guys. I just want to jump on here really quick and kind of put that little bug in your ear. So tonight I talked about the psychodynamics of your ideal client. You can learn more if you look up Enneagram, E-N-N-E-A-G-R-A-M. -N -N -E um, and there's nine different Enneagram types. 
and it really helps you to understand the conscious and unconscious um, levels of our psyche, the way that we think, because these things in turn um, affect our actions, what we're, what, what we're going to buy, the products and services, and we don't, re we don't even realize it. We just say, oh, I'm going to buy this Kimar, it's cute, I like it. And we don't realize, oh, I'm buying it because I want to please my spouse, or I want to please Allah, or I want to look good enough, or I want to feel confident enough. You know, we're not just buying a Kimar. What does this Kimar represent? What is it going to do? What is the end result that it's going to give us? Okay, I've got this scarf on my head. Now I'm modest. Well, what does that mean to me? Does that mean, okay, now I'm good enough? I'm perfect enough? I'm beautiful enough? I've got, you know, the complete package going on. I've got all my, my boxes marked. Um, what does that mean? It's the same as people who maybe are reformers and they take their Kimar off because they feel like I don't want anybody telling me what to do. And this symbolizes, um, you know, someone telling me what to do and controlling me. So there's different ways that you can look at um, your products and services and something as simple as, you know, a, a scarf on your head means so many different things to different people depending on the way that we perceive reality. So I see we have a couple of people still online. If you guys have any questions, you can go ahead and type them up and inshallah, I will answer them. Um, if you joined a little bit late, this will be up for the replay. You can watch it. Um, also, the Legacy Lab vlogcast. So I call this a vlogcast because it's live video. Um, it will also be posted on the LegacyLabLLC.com blog. And you can also listen to it on our podcast on iTunes or Google Play. So if you missed part of it, um, those are the different ways that you can go back and listen to it again. Um, and then sometimes we also have people call in and be a part of our live show on Anchor FM app. And you can actually be a part of our audio um, podcast where you can submit your questions or submit your comments and be a part of the actual podcast that people listen to um, once it's uploaded to our podcast. So that's it. If no one has any questions, guys, and if you do have if you do have questions, um, you can leave them on the Instagram photo that talks about today's um, vlogcast. It's a lady that's like on her phone. You can comment below there um, if you have any comments or questions about psychodynamics and the Enneagram and your ideal client. All right, alaikum. So that is it for tonight's episode of the Legacy Lab Vlogcast. We thank you for joining us. Next week, we are going to continue on the theme of studying and discovering our ideal client. And we're going to talk about the psychographics of our ideal client. So we'll see you back here, same time, same place, next Wednesday, Tuesday at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Come and follow us and check us out on Instagram. We are Legacy Lab LLC.